0: Welcome in to the Lions Den, I'm Tom Hackett, alongside co-host as always, Spencer the Governor and Matty Gashk, welcome lads. It's a great day, isn't it? It's a great day. It's a great day. It's a uh, it's a hump day Wednesday, and uh, we're talking round Careful. ball. What?
1: You don't want to start it off like this.
0: <laughs> what? It's Wednesday, and we're talking soccer for what, the third time now? Oh no, you're right. Welcome in. Thank you. No, wel- no welcome to you, Spencer. <laughs> Uh, we've got a big show coming up. Uh, recap, of of course, the weekend. The heartbreak that was out there in Bank of California Stadium. Bofo made some headlines. And uh, we're actually going to have two segments, believe it or not. Somewhat structured. Second segment, Corey Baird made some action uh, for the US Men's National Team last night. A preview of this upcoming weekend. And, as always, the predictions. In which Trevor often talks too much, but uh, that's okay. When doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, recap. Recap. <laughs> Recap of uh, L.A.F.C. Maddie, uh, you can go first. You're out there. You saw I it was. first hand. Um, dive right into it. I-, I want, if you could, talk about the uh, the atmosphere. Because
1: Diego Rossi, right into it. Yeah. Well, no kidding. I mean, it's uh, sorry. <laughs> I, was st- I was just being funny. Sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Looking at them, like, what did you just say? Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. I got it. <laughs> it took me a second, but I got around to it. Uh. Um... You're right. The atmosphere there is is uh, setting the standard, I think, for this league, and it was already pretty high when you look at Seattle, Portland, Kansas City. I think what we're building at Real Salt Lake at Rio Tinto Stadium is is going to be one of those that's going to start to rival uh, those big stadiums around the league, where you're you're not just going to hear about uh, Real Salt Lake winning at home and that being uh, you know the altitude or this or that. It's it's going to be a lot of times you're going to hear about the atmosphere in the stadium. And, uh, and I've told the story before, back when I, you know, back when I was working with Seattle and I came down here, uh, there was one game I'm sitting up in the press box, you know, two hours after the game's already ended and my heart's still beating to the rhythm of the drums from the South end. And, And I said to myself in that moment, like if I ever leave Seattle, which is my hometown, I want to work for Real Salt Lake because I want to be in that atmosphere every right. week. And uh, to see it, the the bar raised the way it has been at Rio Tinto stadium this year has, has been uh, a phenomenal thing to see from uh, the, as the wheels have been turning there. But that's another story for another day. Uh, LAFC, um, they're one of the best teams in the league. And when you go in there missing eight of your 18 top players, and you're able to take them down to the wire the way they did, and execute the way they did, and uh, you know get some guys run out there for their first MLS games. Um, you've got to be happy uh, not with the result, but the the way the team played, and and being able to uh, execute the game plan uh, exactly the way uh, the coaching staff drew it up, and then it takes. a a kind of fluky uh, goal where the rules need to be explained to everyone and then a goal being waved off where again the rules need to be explained to everyone and then a deflected goal in stoppage time when you're down to 10 men Um, for those three factors to be the difference in the game um, you've got to feel good about the way you're playing right now and uh Keep that momentum going forward, and, and get a few players back from international duty and suspension, and uh, you know this this Real Salt Lake team is going to be one that teams are going to have to deal with going forward.
0: Gav, do you want to um, do you want to sh- share your thoughts on the rule that nobody really knows about? It was uh, very contentious.
1: No, we're talking about the LAFC goal, correct?
0: Sure, and then the no call with Bofo being offside according to Pro.
1: Well, it was a call because they. Called offside top. No, I understand Thanks.
0: that, but, but the deflection or, or <laughs> No, play on you're right. You're right. I mean, right. You know. it's,
1: uh, I mean obviously, they, they're both correct calls, in my opinion, but I don't think the, the first rule um, is correct. I think it needs to be changed. The backline works on keeping people offside, and if he doesn't play the ball, um, he doesn't know if uh, Diamande behind him is onside. Oh, offside! So he has to play the ball. If he doesn't play the ball on the guy's on the side, he's just giving him a free shot on goal. However, he clears the ball, and it comes and it's blatantly being played for the and the flag just needs to go up. It's going but, towards that you. player, yes, right? I agree. But it doesn't. I feel c- like we've seen that. So, far. am I wrong? Am I? Am I taking no, crazy
2: pills no, over here? Right. Have we not seen it where players, a defensive player, plays a ball? Defending a player who's offside and the flag still goes up. Yeah, I, yeah. I
0: can confirm in FIFA, the game. Yeah, it, it is all real life. That's
2: what. Yeah, oh,
0: what, bringing uh, it back to real life. <laughs> well, I mean, that is what we're basing everything off. Aren't we? I can just imagine Tom
1: Hackett in his short shorts, his vest on, yeah. playing the, uh, FIFA, <laughs> sausage rolls, <laughs> playing FIFA.
0: Yeah, too many sausage rolls. Um, moving on. Yeah, no, it's caught in FIFA all the time. Carry on. Sorry.
1: Yeah. So, uh, and then obviously with with Bofo, it is obviously he's he's. You know, half feet, well, a yard offside. Great cracking finish, by the way. The mm-hmm. way you got the curve on that mm-hmm. ball. Oh, beautiful. Whipped it. Let's pause there. Walker Zimmerman should have been playing for the U.S. men's national team instead of team Ream, Tim Ream yesterday. Tim Ream's an awful player. I'm just going to do that on Twitter <laughs> all the time. Horrendous. I hope he's listening. Uh, but. He is actually one of our uh, faithful listeners. Good. Uh, I knew I've it already. It. Yeah. We've lost our only listener. Now, Walker Zimmerman's going to tune in now because I'm giving him praise. Cracking effort. Um, deflection, yes, but he should have been playing for the U.S. men's national team, so uh, a goal should never happen. So we'll uh, we'll just chalk that off, and it's a 1-1 tie, obviously. But going back to Bovo's goal, um, the strike comes from Demir Krylak, so the ball's going forward, even though it immediately hits off a uh, an LAFC player.
0: They deemed it so that the the LAFC player making the challenge, I forget who it was, but regardless, they they, they said essentially he was playing... Uh, he was tr- he was going in for the tackle as opposed to playing the ball like right. uh, like from an RSL like perspective Danny like right. Donny Toa, yes. yes yeah Donny Toa. so um, anyway that's the difference it's I was I was obviously watching the game from the comfort of my couch uh, listening to the great Brian Dunseth commentate and uh, he doesn't love you he does love me <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> <And> <laughs> anyway, he was confused at the time as well, and, and he didn't get an answer um, immediately after the match. So anyway, I'm glad that's all sorted. But
1: Yeah, clear as mud. Sorry about my explanation. <laughs> I went on a bit of a tangent That's there. okay. But, yeah, uh, anyway.
0: One of the more heartbreaking losses that I can remember personally. So there's this conversation, Matt mm-hmm. uh, and Spenno, that RSL have had a hard time on the road, whatever, under Mike Petke, they're struggling. They go on these, in particular, Eastern Conference uh, road games, and they... Uh, exhibit, you know, a couple weeks against DC United. So, you, how are they going to rebound? You're losing a couple players. Six homegrowns, mind you. Mm-hmm. We haven't talked about that yet. An, a new MLS record. Mm-hmm. Six homegrowns starting uh, or, or playing for Real Salt Lake over the weekend. They were, what, two minutes away from picking up a point. But after the match, Mike Petke's uh, message to the media, anyway, I don't know what his message to the players was, was he he seemed content believe it or not despite the heartbreak he was yep. he was thrilled with the effort
2: you'd be hard-pressed to find anyone more competitive than Mike Petke uh-huh. and when he comes out of a loss with a positive outlook you know that that says a lot about the the effort of the team the performance the uh individual performances of players like Brooks Lennon who was playing a little bit of a hybrid winger right back role. Um, and, um, Eric Holt making his MLS debut, Tate Schmidt making his MLS debut, um, uh, Donny Toya playing his first ever game for real salt Lake. Uh, he's got 110 or so games at, at, at the MLS level, but his first game for RSL who he came up through the Academy. So for him, that was a big game. Um, and, and and to come out of that, Bofo, I think, is is another example of, of a guy who was given a certain role and responsibilities and played
1: as well as you could have asked him to within that role. Stephen Bettershaw had a nightmare all night with him. Yeah. Um, you know, the the back and forth, not just the play, but the jawing the that was going mm-hmm. on, the, the back and forth. I don't think we drop a point if Bofo doesn't take a, a little bit of a knock and has to come off. Because the shape I disagree, then went to ahead. pot. And I'll tell you why. Because the shape went all to pot.
0: I, I can understand that. So for me, the turning point was the Justin Portia red card.
1: Y- yeah, well, that doesn't help. I'm just talking about the substitution where we then move Tate Schmidt to the left-hand yeah. side, who's already gassed as well. That was a strange well. formation. Well, that- it's because... You know, Bofo comes off with a knock, and, or um, well, I think he cramped up maybe, mm-hmm. uh, and so they they make that change. Nick Beesler comes in, and God bless him. You know, he slots into the midfield, but Krylik, Krylik goes up front, Beckerman goes up behind uh, Demir. Demir, and then Tate Schmidt comes to, to the left-hand side, who'd run his socks off. I we mean, what a debut, what Tate so. Did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think that. We were we were absolutely maxed out to our depth. That starting eleven was solid, and I really enjoyed watching them play for until Bofo went off. And it just it was just one player too many. To to I mean, if Plata had been there, you know, uh, I it would be seamless. It, 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 well,
0: somewhat, it would have somewhat. been able
1: to keep that shape and and uh, and continue to be dangerous. But I thought Bofo, um, you know, stakes a claim here to to really give Corey Baird a, lo- a hard time on the left hand side. And when Joel Plata finally gets fit, um, he's going to have a, a, a bit of a struggle getting back in as well. Let's talk a bit about Bofo really quick. I mean, he he
2: creates the goal with the penalty. He uh, really just terrorizes the defense throughout the match uh, to the point that he was the... When you're in a game with Carlos Vela and Diego Rossi and you're the most fouled, fouled player and you only play, what, 56 minutes, 60 minutes, that says a lot about your impact on that game and the... The fact that L.A. had no answer other than to foul him, uh, they had no defense for him. And, and again, great performance for him. And, um, can't say enough about that. And, and as you mentioned, uh, Tate Schmidt was gassed. I mean, Mike, Mike said it yesterday. Uh, they practically had to drag him off the field. Not
1: not because he was fighting to stay on, but because he had nothing left in the tank to even walk off the field at that point. And we saw that last season with Corey Baird. Yeah. The step up from college soccer to Major League Soccer is a huge jump. And around 60, 65 minutes, Corey Baird was absolutely just left everything on the field. Now you're starting to see him to be able to perform at a high level for that 90 minutes. Uh, he's got his fitness under his feet, and I think Tate will be the same. Uh, I think he'll be used a little bit more sparingly uh, mm-hmm. when all the lads come back, and you'll see him uh, you know, pick up his fitness and get a few more minutes down with the uh, the Monarchs, hopefully.
0: Diego Rossi end up scoring uh, for LAFC. Carlos Villa did not. Uh, Danny Toa played a sensational match. Really I, th- I-, I-, I honestly think you could argue, right, Bofo Salcedo or, in my opinion anyway, and it's just me speaking – Danny Toa could have been man of the match for me as well, just because of the effort he put on Carlos Vela, arguably the best attacking player in all of the land, and uh, he was limited to to a free-kick opportunity, and that's about it. Mm -hmm. He was kind of stuck on that right-hand side uh, and forced to whip balls in as opposed to attack, which is, you know, credit Danny Toa as well as Eric Holt. Uh, and Nader Monawoha at centre-back as as they were kind of helping him out there on the right-hand side. But uh, still heartbreak. Red card, right. Justin uh, Portillo. Red card after, what, nine minutes? He played mm-hmm. nine minutes. and uh, Debuted for nine minutes and then... It's not the
1: shortest or not his the quickest red Sox. card in RSL uh, history. It's
0: not. Well, who Richie Kochow, 18 okay. seconds. 18 <laughs> seconds? Yes. Rest in peace. Now, um, <laughs> <laughs> was it a red card? I mean, I just... I I get I get the rule I I get it I hate the rule though if that's a red card because t- to me it wasn't
1: yeah
0: no I think it is You um, think because, it's a red card it yeah, slipped up yeah well they're they're both
2: quite short yeah um the thing is it, it kind of goes back to the uh, the Saverino red card from last week that if that player's four inches taller maybe that's not a red
0: card maybe just a yellow but more midget talk on the lines <laughs> wow well we talked about you know. Some midgets in the MLS last week, and we're talking about yeah. It. Is that
1: the uh, controlling uh, <laughs> standards? <laughs> yeah, Tom's just said midget. <laughs> can we block that bit out? We, yeah, thanks. Appreciate my, it. My
0: point though is, uh, so you guys both agree it's a red card.
2: I th- I, th- I think so. Okay. Yeah, and I yeah. think when you see Mike Pecky's reaction yeah. on the play, he knows it's a red card at he that can, point. He
0: can see it coming. Yeah, and it changed everything. Um, moving on, can we move on? Any final thoughts? Uh, from the recap,
1: um, I'm going to go and have a quick chat about Aaron Herrera moving from left back to right back. Please right do. back, he looks a different player. I think he's been one of our players of the season so far, um, minus uh, DC United. Yes, DC, right. You know, but I mean that it, that is what it is. That was just a blowout and crazy nine men, whatever. Um, but his energy to get up and down, support Brooks Lennon. I just think he's he's a real asset uh, moving forward, and and hopefully. Not to to get Brooks out of the team, but hopefully with Donny Toya uh, stepping up, maybe in addition in the summer um, that we'll uh, we'll see Aaron Herrera play right back and and join the attack with Saverino and and uh, Corey uh, and uh, sorry Brooks Lennon.
0: Any final thoughts for you, Matt?
1: Well, I just think it's a it's a it's a tough result,
2: but a, such a positive step forward. You, I agree. Um, you know, as as Mike said, you know you feel good for the guys to to feel bad for them to come away with that result, but good that they were able to execute everything as drawn up and um, give a lot of young guys some confidence that uh, – and, and Mike some confidence in those young guys that um, – the not, they're not only going to be fighting for playing time, but uh, they're going to be uh, under, uh, I would say, pretty strong consideration moving forward in the next few games.
0: On a quick note, uh, Bofo Salcedo made MLS Team of the Week uh, on the right-hand side, and Nick Ramondo, uh was a bench player after his five-save performance. So uh, congratulations to those two. Uh, let, me, let me
2: actually throw in one more note. I know we we, we all remember last year in the playoff game Nick Romando being hit by... Yes, a, uh, a beer from yes. the stands, and he tweets after the game about you know if you're going to throw beer at me, at least make it something good, you know, uh, an IPA or whatever. He uh, something about preferring an IPA. Well, five or six LAFC fans met us at the hotel on Saturday morning, delivering one of California's finest IPAs to Nick Raimondo. Very nice. Uh, it was it was a. Uh, credit to lafc and their fans uh just a nice gesture not just for a retiring player but showing that that type of stuff isn't what we stand for and uh they wanted to make amends i think that's uh, very admirable of the organization of the fans um and of those individuals
0: very nice well that explains why uh, nick morando played so well he sucked down six frothies prior to the game uh- <laughs> <laughs> quick time out preview of uh, FC Dallas predictions Corey Ben and the US Men's National Team coming up next welcome back in the RSL the Lions Den is that what we're calling it
2: we're in the lion's den. Uh, Yeah, the
0: lion's den. I was going to say the RSL Then Anyway, it's early days, so bear with us. Um, Gov was
2: just roaring earlier. That's why the
0: He said something as we were coming in. <laughs> and next time, he's yeah, urinating himself, and it's throwing me for a spanner. Um, Spencer the Gov one, Matty Gash, alongside uh, myself here. Uh, Corey Baird, guys. Corey Baird made... Uh, love what? him. You love him. Okay, well, f- before you get there, hold on.
2: How do you feel about a soccer play?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Quite a night last night. <laughs> Quiet night. So he debuted uh, for the... Uh, didn't debut. Sorry, he started for the second time in his young career. For third. The, third. Third time. Yeah. Thank yes. you, Matt. The third time in his young career for the U.S. men's national team. And uh, what did he end up with? I'm looking it up now. He ended up with a hand, full of minutes. He he did get... Uh, about an hour. I think it was about an yeah, hour, wasn't, wasn't it? it? Yeah, he did it come was, off eventually. It was, a, it
1: was a tough game. It was a, it was the U.S.'s first proper game for Greg Berhalter. And you could tell. I mean, Chile are a uh, a really... Quite a good team uh, on their day. Um, if you put any stock in it, they're ranked 14th in the FIFA rankings. Yes. No, I don't know where England's ranked, and I don't think anybody cares. But um, England you know. were 1-0 down over the week. Currie Yeah, so. don't worry about it. We Sorry. came back and won 5-1. Good, good, good. That's 10 goals in two games. What do um, you got to say about that? Well, How did Australia do, Tom?
0: Last time I watched Australia before the World Cup, they played Chile, and uh, they also drew 1-1, one, one, I believe, yeah, or 0-0, but there was like th- it was like 30 shots to, to 5
1: and, and they're possession based, Chile. Mm-hmm. And so I thought the nice thing that I'm seeing from, uh, from a US men's national team point of view is that there is an identity. Mm-hmm. There's an idea. They switched it up after about 60 minutes, 70 minutes, you know, went th- uh, three at the back or three central defenders with wing backs. He just seems to have an idea. And Corey Bed, I think, again, although it was a quiet game for him, for me, he just looks a lot more involved when he's out wide.
0: I agree. He started on the right, for yeah. those of you listening. He started for the U.S. men's national team. Matt?
1: I think one of the things, uh,
2: one of the big takeaways for me for that, taking the U.S. national team and where they're at moving forward out of it, um, when Corey comes back now with RSL, you see him thinking differently on the field. And I think it's a direct result of his month with the national team at January camp. And and we'll see how he comes back from, the, from this last 10-day stretch. But um, – you see him rather than reacting to the play in front of him he is uh anticipating you know two three balls later he's he's saying all right if if i go here the result will be these three things happening on this other side Right. if i'd make this other move instead will that be better for space time things like that um and and he, he the results I think have been very good for him so far he's got an assist he earned the penalty in these first two games uh, you've got uh, you know another uh, player who's from the academy who's taking steps and and as we mentioned earlier. Uh, he, he's, he's raising his level and he's going to plateau and he's going to have his rough parts here and there, but, uh, it, it's all kind of towards that end goal of, of whether it's becoming a regular starter with the national team or just influencing things more at RSL. Uh, he's becoming a more more and more of an impact player.
0: I think Matt hit the nail on the head there. He's a younger player. And so you're going to get somewhat lack of, consistency from him um, and, and I'm saying this because I saw a bit of criticism online last night all, uh, some, some folks out there weren't all that thrilled with his performance and, and what have you I thought early on he made uh, early on in the match that is he made a couple of nice runs got on the end of them uh, and then sure he, he slowed down as, as the minutes went by he got 56 minutes in the end just to clarify from earlier um, but the games he played earlier um, in the year, when he had the assist and and, and was, a, I thought it was great. I thought it was awesome, and and you don't expect that from somebody with with such limited professional mm-hmm. uh, soccer or football experience. So uh, he's only going to get better, and I can't wait to see where his future uh, takes him. He could well end up in Europe if he's uh, not all that careful. So uh, while we're on the international conversation, yes. um, Albert Rusnak returned. Mm-hmm. He spoke to the media today. <clears throat> yep. Uh, Um, Yesterday, yeah. Oh, yesterday, sorry. Uh, When did he get back? He
2: got back um, Monday.
1: Monday. Um, Yeah, they played Sunday. Yeah, a
2: a goal and an assist in the first game against Hungary. Hungary? Yeah, Hungary. And then uh, lost to Wales. And then lost to Wales 1-0. He played uh, 90 minutes in that one. Um,
0: On Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. And he got back on Monday.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. So that was a bit of a strange one.
0: That's a lot.
1: Of I miles. mean, he looked he looked good, though. I mean, that that Wales team has is got their tails up right now because of the appointment of Ryan Giggs. You know, looking after things, it's it's definitely a buzz about them. I was, I was watching the game on Sunday, Sunday morning, and uh, Albert Rusnak just doesn't look out of place in in international football, and that's another one that heart and mouth really with the the fact that he is playing so well. Um, he's been. Uh, Our goal scorer, our main talisman, I think, really for a couple of years now, really taking on that role that uh, Javier uh, Morales left. Um, So I wouldn't be surprised if the next year or two, sorry, RSL Nation, but I think that uh, he might be able to get offers of going back because he he seamlessly fits in. And I don't like where he plays for Slovakia. I don't like him on the right-hand side until Marek Hamsik decides to retire where he can slot back into the middle. But he still looks a class apart for a lot of his teammates here for Slovakia.
0: Sam Johnson uh, went uh, and, and competed for his home country down in the African Cup of Nations. Yep. Is there an update on him?
2: Yeah, he played 90 minutes. Um, he, uh, I believe, is back in Salt Lake now. Should be back in training Thursday
1: and Friday. Yeah, he, uh, I think he played yesterday as well, right? Played uh, Sunday. Played so, uh, oh, Sunday. Played You've got 90 half
2: an minutes hour, yeah. In... Uh, in Demo- democratic Republic of Congo,
1: Kinshasa, and uh, <laughs> yeah. I think I think that's the name of the capital city. No, and yeah. sorry, guys. No, and he. Uh, <laughs> it,
2: but again, that'll be will be. Uh, I think we'll find out more on Thursday and Friday what his role will be on Saturday against Dallas. But uh, I I wouldn't be shocked to see him kind of stay in that bench role for another yeah. week as as we. Uh, Get him back acclimated to uh, Salt Lake.
0: He's traveling halfway across the world, and he's only yeah. going to have two. Yeah, two days also of had a heartbreaker, though. Sunday is that right? The ninety-first minute goal for Ivory
1: Coast. Mm. So Ivory Coast, once
0: upon a time, were very, very good. They were a yeah, good. Drogba. Anyway, um, Ruznak. He's, has he been out on the training pitch all he week? He
2: trained with the team on Tuesday, yeah. Okay. So, um, so it, I think the anticipation is that he'd be ready to start on okay. Saturday.
0: And uh, do we have an update on, on Joao Plata? Uh,
2: Joao Plata and Justin Glad both uh, trained Tuesday, not in full with the team yet. Okay. Um, Mike said yesterday that he doesn't anticipate that either will be ready for Saturday, but Next week, they'll be in
0: competition for Very playing nice. time. So I remember when Justin Gladbroke broke his toe. That was like, you know, normally about six-week thing. So yeah, if four he can, to six, yeah. If he, oh, four to six. There you go. That kind of takes my conversation out of things. Um, he'll be coming back around five then if he can yeah. come back next week, which is good. Preview time. Uh, FC Dallas, gentlemen. Our, uh, good team. Uh, good team.
1: All right. Go ahead, Gov. Um, the transition has been... Pretty seamless from Oscar Pereja uh, leaving to go down to uh, uh, down to Mexico. Um, Lucio Gonzalez, I think, is he was the academy director, so the equivalent of Martin Vasquez. Mm-hmm. And uh, sorry, Martin Vasquez. I've got all English on you then, Martin. Um, <laughs> I, but the the it's been pretty seamless. Uh, nine points from four games um, lost. I think it was. Were they away to Columbus Crew that they lost, or was at home? I can't remember. Either way, um, they uh, they just look solid. They are away. Uh, they were away. Okay. So yeah, they uh, nine points from the four games. I do like the the shape. As I said, it seems pretty seamless. Maybe still missing uh, a player or two to be dominant in the Western Conference, in my opinion. But they'll be there or thereabouts. They'll be in the playoffs for me uh, if they continue to uh, to play like they have them.
0: Currently sitting in full spot in the uh, in the West. Um, kind of take that with a grain of salt, as many and many a teams last week were on bye week. So um, they do have a a player that that Real Salt Lake uh, somewhat. Uh, well, they've they've run into him in the past, and uh, Dominic Barge is his right. name. Uh, number number fourteen is of course the man responsible for Tony Beltrans. What was that like?
1: Two
0: years, going like But it, the the absence that he spent on the sideline was was like fourteen months yeah. worth. I mean, it was over a year, right? Yeah. And so, uh, we talked about this briefly in the, I think the first episode, Matt. You weren't quite, you weren't, uh, you weren't quite willing to give us a go then. But, uh, <laughs> but I'm glad you here now. Uh, <laughs> Cool Dominic Budgie and Tony Beltran ran into each other during the preseason matchup down there in Phoenix. And I remember because I was watching the game at my desk downstairs, uh, pretending like I was working. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> my boss is in studio right now. so the only reason I said that. But uh, carrying on, Tom. Uh, what, I mean, is there, there is serious history there.
2: There is. And I think um, beyond the injury, uh, those things happen in games. Dominic Baggi never reached out to Tony Beltran after the injury, which um, if you know Tony, he's uh, one of the nicest human beings you'll ever meet in your life, forgiving. And for Dominic Baggi to not reach out at any point in 14 months, 16 months, the time is continuing to go on. He still hasn't offered any sort of condolence for his action. Um,
0: so the running down in Phoenix was not an apology, because it certainly no. didn't look like one.
2: <laughs> no, not in the least. Um, but um, you know, we'll see. I mean, that uh, you know, you, you you hate to go into it saying that that guy's a marked man, but don't be surprised if he gets fouled a few times in this game.
0: Well, I, I was going to say Tony has not played yet for Real Salt Lake mm-hmm. this season, so you know, you, you can imagine he, he might not be playing this weekend as well. So if that's the case. Um, I reckon there might be a couple of lads out there uh throwing themselves towards uh number fourteen of FC Dallas.
1: Well Marcelo Silva is back after suspension. <laughs> <so>. Everton-Louise. <laughs> Everton Louise, yeah. I mean we've got some bone crunches out there, so uh yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there's uh you know most players keep a little black book. I've still got one in my You still in have my one? loft. Yeah, well, of people that I remember that I don't like that I needed to uh
0: Test their chins out,
1: uh, realign their jaws uh, on the pitch. But uh, you know,
0: you know, you grew- just some humans.
1: You can't. Well, you can't remember everybody's name, can you? You just have to remember. Oh, you played for him. Oh, I reckon that. Oh, I know who he is. I
0: reckon that was him. Whack. Sorry, mate. That <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't oh, the first. I, didn't, I, was thinking I of...
1: didn't mean it. Yeah, but I did. No. Um So yeah, I think I think there'll be. You know, I'll be a little bit testy. I mean, this is a good. For me, this is a very settled team that's coming into uh, to Rio Tinto Stadium on Saturday, uh, even though there has been a coaching change. Um, I think that the core of the players, the players that they got coming back from international duty as well, um, I think this is a, a good test for Real Salt Lake because they have they're on the bounce, you know, two losses in a row. It becomes imperative that RSL really do make Rio Tinto Stadium a fortress again. I think there's and, and we talked about this in preseason, Tom. We were talking about what RSL needs to do. Uh, obviously there's there's a couple more games because Cincinnati come into the league. What RSL have to do to make sure they get into the playoffs? And I said they have to pick up at least another six points at home.
0: Right. And they had a very good home record last <laughs> they year. They did, but do. there was a
1: couple of defeats. that, that well, there was one blowout. Well, there's two blowouts, okay, Portland and LAFC, but there's a couple of ties there, three or four ties that that really should have been wins. Uh, And then we needed to pick up at least four or five more points on the road. Uh, We've got the point uh, down in Houston, but then we've got blown out at DC and a heartbreaker in LAFC. Definitely something to build on. Um, but I'm, I'm looking forward because the schedule has been so road-heavy. The first 15 games, I think it's nine of the first, right 15, of the first 15 we're going to be on the road. Um, so this is a, a massive test. But when we do finally get back to Rio Tinto Stadium, where there are going to be back-to-back games at home, I'm, I'm expecting RSL to, to really put the foot, to, uh, foot down.
0: Uh, last question regarding FC Dallas but before we get into our predictions. Um, where are they at their strongest, in, in your guys' opinion? Uh, defenders, midfield, or, or striking?
2: I like their defensive group. I mean, I think you look at Cannon, Hedges, Ziegler, and Hollingshead, and they've got four veteran players that uh, have been together for, uh, you know, I think Ziegler came in last year, but other than that, and, and Cannon as well. But um, they've been in that system for a while, and, and they know what's expected of them. They know what uh, what to expect from each other. Um, and with Jesse Gonzalez behind them, the, you've got a, mm-hmm. a, a keeper, a good shot stopper. Um, who uh, you know you've got four veteran guys in front of you and a good shot stopper in the back. Uh, you know that's the uh, a good recipe for success in this league. So uh,
0: Hollingshead uh, did uh, did score the game winner last week for him as well. Yeah, um, against Colorado, it was like 80 second minutes in back to back games. Colorado conceded very late. Yeah. So oh. uh, old oh. Timmy Howard out there. It hurts you, doesn't time. it? There. Gav, what do you think uh, FC Dallas are at the strongest?
1: Well, yeah, you've got the, the ability of Michael Barrios. Uh, I think he's absolutely superb, the Colombian. And then you look at uh, the midfielder that was away, uh, Carlos Grisero, uh with Ecuador. I think he is one of the better central midfielders in the entire league. I, he's the one player that I'm genuinely jealous.
0: You want here.
1: I, I'd, in the future, I'd love to see Everton, Luiz and Carlos in the middle. It's a pipe dream, I know. I'm just going out there. It's not FIFA. I get it. You can't just sign anyone you want, but he's And they don't call off sides like they do in FIFA either. Apparently not, no. (laughs) (laughs) The problem. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) anybody been playing FIFA? Did anybody see that thing on Twitter today with Stefan Fry? There's some guy who's taking a free kick and and scored a free kick on himself.
0: Did he? I haven't seen it. Taking a free
1: kick as himself, scoring on himself. Oh, wow.
0: Genius. Oh, superb. Yeah. Good but him. anyway, I mean,
1: there's, there's a they got a handful of players that are that are really really top uh, top major league soccer players. Predictions,
0: Trevor, are you still there? I am still here. Ah, Welcome back. I'm trying oh, to so you. Nice it of you so to join <laughs> 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 You know what we need, honestly. What we need is like a uh, something in the background for when Trevor comes on. You know, he needs his like. The spotlight. I
2: think we heard the uh, the uh, the music that should play <laughs> earlier before we started uh, recording. Correct. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs>
2: Could that be part of the like bloopers?
0: Play the horns. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, um,
2: because we all know Spence hates horns. We know that now.
0: We do know that now. Uh, Trev, your predictions for the upcoming week.
2: Man, being being back at home, getting a lot a lot of the guys back. Uh, I-, I think it's going to be a win. I'm. I I think it's going to be a statement win, a three one win.
0: Oh wow. Ooh. He's not messing around He's this weekend, not is, he? Around, is he? Boys are upset after two losses. Carry on. No, I was going to say, I'm, I'm proud of him.
2: He's been Thank very you. positive. I'm, I'm actually going to keep this, and then whenever I have a down day, I'm going to play that back.
0: <laughs> Look what you've done. <laughs> Can you talk about the game and what you think is going to happen, please?
2: I think Norris is going to win. Yeah.
0: 2-1. Okay. 2-1. Matt?
2: You know, I was thinking 3-1 as well. Uh, you know, I think there's a hunger within this team and a, and a new standard set after the LA game of of what... Uh, the effort needs to look like what the uh, execution needs to look like. I think 3 1 sounds reasonable, and especially with the home field, with the fans behind them, um, I think there's a lot of momentum going forward for this team. 3 1. Tom, what about you?
0: Thank you, sir. I am, uh, thanks for the introduction. Uh, I'm going to go with 2 0. Uh, I'm going to say sheet, Nick say. Romano has a clean sheet and uh, makes MLS Team of the Week. I don't know who scores. I've been thinking about that, and I can't quite tell you. I'm hoping Sabarino. We
2: need to Abel get a blessing in here to tell us who's going to score goals for us.
0: We'll give penalties away. right? In some unwanted. He
2: did say that we were going to score one. I think that was his...
1: He made a quick trip to Vegas. Quick trip to Vegas. I'm going to give away a penalty.
0: Oh dear. Um, In some other news, before we wrap up, uh, KSLSports.com, the number one place for all the sports talk uh, information uh, here locally, including all the RSLs. Whatever's going on behind the scenes, you'll hear it, I'm telling you. And uh, I've got a cool thing going on Saturday morning. uh, And and thank you to Real Salt Lake for helping me out here. It's called Tom's Treasure Hunt, okay? Quick explanation. Spenno, shut up. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I've got a box. I've got a treasure box.
2: Family show, Tom. Family yeah, I show.
0: I understand. Uh, I've got a treasure box, and there are some goodies in it. This week, uh, you can win yourself two tickets with two sideline passes, pregame sideline passes, uh, 45 minutes prior to kickoff uh, for the Orlando City matchup, which is sometime early April. You need to grow uh, that mustache out. You need to grow that mustache
1: <laughs> out, though, to, okay. to people thank to you. rummage around you. Treasure um, box.
0: On that note, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. mate. Bye.